0: Good morning, how are y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of True Dominion Ministries Podcast.
1: Good
0: morning. I'm your host, Christopher Stevens, and this is my beautiful wife, Latanya Stevens, and we I'm about here. to talk about the armor of God.
1: How you feeling this morning?
0: I'm feeling great. Good. If you don't start your day out feeling great, if you don't make the effort to feel great, it can, ruin, <laughs> it, can, it can really ruin your whole day. It, it
1: can. It can.
0: You have to be happy about, I'm happy, happy. Oh, I'm sorry. Happy <laughs> your hands if you feel. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about?
1: That's been your song lately.
0: But, uh. well, the, the truth is, if, if you don't have happiness, if you don't have joy within, you can't have joy without, right? hmm All happiness is just an extension of joy. Yes. You know, so I'm, I'm going to be happy. Be happy. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength.
1: Mm -mm. Well, can can you pray us in with that joy?
0: Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you for the joy. We thank you for the love. We thank you for the peace. We thank you for the people. We thank you for the hearts, the minds, the souls that are attached to every message that we have given and are about to give, O Heavenly Father. Lord God, we ask now that your spirit would just come in and revelate and regulate every situation, O Heavenly Father. Lord God, show us how to put on the armor, O Heavenly Father. Show us what the armor is supposed to do. Show us how to to roll with the armor, O Heavenly Father, Mm -hmm. because we are carriers of your glory, O Heavenly Father. So as being carriers of your glory, we need to be armored in order to withstand the wiles of the devil. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for your opportunity that you have given us to give unto the people what you have poured into us, Lord, Heavenly Father. We pray that this word will be efficient and effective for where they are right now and to help them get to the next level. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 And where we're coming from is is Ephesians 6. Mm Mm-hmm. And verses 11 through, I want to say 18.
2: hmm
0: Verses 11 through, yeah, uh, verses 11 through 18. And they read, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Amen. And I just want to talk about the armor just for one second. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is going to be a general conversation. Okay. Um, I have some points. You have some points. We're mm-hmm. going to do it as such. Okay. But the first thing that you must know mm-hmm. to do. Is to stand. Amen. You can have armor, but not know how to stand. Not right. know how to stand your ground. Not know how to stand up for what you suppose for righteousness. Mm-hmm. Not know how to stand up for salvation. Not know how to stand up with the preparation of peace. Not know how to stand up with all the, with the word of God. Not know not know how to stand up. You know, and, and all this is saying is God. First thing He said to do is stand. Mm -hmm. Instead, it means to position yourself. Mm -hmm. That's what it means. It means to position yourself, to brace yourself, because in war, you will receive blows. Right. And not only in war will you receive blows, but you have to have the stamina enough Mm -hmm. to fight back. Mm -hmm. It's offense, defense. It's, 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 It's a strategic battle. Yes, you have already been predestined to win, but if you don't have... What it takes to win a battle, you can't win. Absolutely. You know, there, there's a lot of things that you need in order to win. And and it and is it all explained in the word when it says put on this armor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And what's your thoughts about the armor?
1: Um, well, as I was looking at the word last night, and I was reading out of the um, NOT version, And the one thing that struck my mind and and I really took a a deep look at is in uh, verse 12, mine reads, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. And the words unseen world made me um, look at the fact that our armor is an unseen armor. It is. In the sense of um, you know, we're not walking around with the word truth on our on on, on our belts. Okay? We're not walking around with the word peace on our shoes. That's you know right. what I'm saying? So every piece of armor is an unseen piece. It is. If that makes sense. And so that's the dynamic that I wanna come from this morning. But that's the very first thing that I was thinking about as um I was looking at this scripture last night is everything is unseen now, we say sometimes you know, um you could probably see somebody's faith by by their actions and what they carry out and and their works and those things, and you might say that person got a whole lot of faith to do that, you know what i'm saying so but it's really not seen
0: faith isn't seen
1: it is really not seen, so every word that uh
0: it, until you put it in the
1: action, right? So every word, as far as truth, peace, righteousness, faith, salvation, and the word of God, I was looking at from an unseen realm, mm-hmm. and so that's the dynamic I'll be coming from this morning.
0: Okay. Okay. So as we as as we venture on into this, after standing, mm-hmm. because you can't do nothing without standing. That's right. You can't do anything without first being able to stand, mm-hmm. right? Right. The next thing would be to gird,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is to, to gird yourself.
2: Okay.
0: You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what it say. That's what it say, right? Mm-hmm. This not what the word says.
1: Yeah, that's what it say.
0: It <laughs> said put on hold armor, <laughs> stand. Yeah. Gird it.
2: hmm Your waist mm-hmm.
0: with truth with truth. To gird means to prepare yourself for something difficult or challenging. Mm -hmm. Right? And a lot of people don't see that we are in a war. A lot of people don't think that we should have to fight, that we should have to contend with anything, that we should not be in a place where we have to come against different things. But Jesus had to come against different things. He had to come against this spiritual wickedness in high places. He had to contend with the enemy, oppressing thoughts and pressing words and pressing all these things uh, at him and in his mind. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't just the the fact that he came once, but he kept coming continually. He kept coming through the Pharisees, the Sadducees. He kept coming and through different entities that. And people just look, no, those was was people. No, that was the enemy in the form of people. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, you know, we say uh, you can't deal with the person, you have to deal with the spirit. Mm -hmm. And yes, that is true. But you have to realize what people are being used by the spirit.
1: Well, I think that you have to know what spirit, first of all, you're fighting against. Because... When people go to war, they know exactly who they're fighting against. They know who their opponent is. And it would be ignorant to go into a war and you don't know (laughs) who you're fighting.
0: You don't know the the, the offensive things that they have.
1: Right. So when you look at boxing, when these people go in the ring with their opponent, they study them. They, do. they 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 study their techniques they they look at their moves they look at how they have been successful in winning, and they understand the strategy that it takes to go into the place of war. I feel like um sometimes we can get involved in a war that is either unnecessary or not ours to fight mm-hmm. and i've and i and I've seen where you know people will go into an unnecessary war calling it (laughs) the enemy, but sometimes it's just them, right? Mm -hmm. From life lessons that they have not learned or have not matured from. Or they end up fighting an enemy not expecting to lose because they don't know or understand who or what they are fighting.
0: Yeah, and and another thing is people fight because... That's what they think that they're supposed to do. Exactly. You have to know which battles are the Lord's.
1: Absolutely. And he's
0: and, and, and the worst is that he will fight your battles. He, mm-hmm. he, will fight, he will fight all your battles, but there are some things that you have to contend with. Right. He will fight your battles, but you still have to resist. <laughs> resist the devil and he will flee.
1: Right. Absolutely. You
0: can't get past a fight without resisting. Mm. You can't get past a fight Without putting forth your best effort, because even though Jesus, even though Jesus had to contend with the enemy, all he said was what God said. That's it. All he said was what the Father had said about him. What the he Father had shown God. him, you know, and and that's that's the basic of the basis of it all.
1: And in some battles, he told him which way to go in.
0: Yeah. So it's 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 all about. A prayer life and we're going to get to that because in the end it, that's what it tell you in all prayer and in supplication
1: mm-hmm. right
0: you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. as you come before me in prayer and in supplication the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints mm-hmm. you know so he's saying pray and when you pray don't just pray for you pray for all the saints right because everybody's not in the place that you are right right everybody is not Is strong in areas that you may be strong in. Right. But the next thing it tells us to do is to put on the breastplate. Mm -hmm. And the breastplate covers all the vital organs from the neck to the waist. (laughs) It's not what your mind says, but it covers what your heart knows. You are righteous from where? From your heart Because God deals with what? He deals with the heart And from the abundance of the heart The mouth speaks mm-hmm. That's what the word says Out of the abundance of the heart The mouth speaks That's right So when we come to uh, A situation When it even dealing with The breastplate You know That's that's where the heart is That's where the lungs are That's where all the vital organs are mm-hmm. It's ex- Except you have You know Outlets for blood And mm-hmm. you know In your neck And in your brain And, and, and those things but when you put on the belt of truth it 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 girds everything from your waist to your knee mhm the shoes gird everything from your from the from your sole of your feet to your shins yeah you know so it's, it the armor covers every part of you but i want you to understand that in between those parts where they 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 are separated there are weak points
2: mhm
0: and what we have to understand is we have to have that shield, but we ain't going to get into that part yet. <laughs> but the shield helps cover all the weak points, and that's faith. But we're we, we talking about the breastplate right now. Right, right. Um, so the breastplate is, is, is very vital for everything that God breathes the breath of life in you. You know what I'm saying? From within, from out of your mouth, from your lungs, from mm-hmm. your lungs comes the breath to declare God's word. Right. From your lungs comes the breath to to say what God has said and to see a manifestation of what God has said. Mm-hmm. You know, from within, the spirit is housed in your womb. Everything comes from beneath the breastplate. Mm-hmm from beneath the breastplate. You're going to birth out a uh, ministry past the breastplate. Past, past mm-hmm. You're going to birth out what God called you to birth out past the breastplate. You know what I'm saying? When when women have children, the children come from their stomach. Mm-hmm. The breastplate covers from the neck to the waist. You know, so that's, that's what we have to understand that when we start talking about uh, this scripture... It's not just a one-sided thing. It's not just a, it's, not. A, it's it's not just oh 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 that 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 helmet gonna cover my head and then that's <laughs> just gonna cover my waist and the breastplate mm-hmm. gonna cover my heart and this that and the third. We have to understand that 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 God was strategic and when He said that we should have armor, when He gave us armor, when He gave us the Holy Spirit, when we exercised what it was that He gave us, that it would fully. I mean, fully cover us in every aspect, in every way, shape, and form. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I mean when I say put on the breastplate of righteousness. Because righteousness, it comes from the heart. Righteousness is not something that you can think of and it be. Mm. In order to speak righteousness, you really have to be righteous.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I th- I think... um. That's good. You know, it does cover the body. And when I was uh, studying this, I was looking at what the opposite of each one was. And the reason why I did that, because a lot of times we can tell people as ministers, you know, you know, like we can say, pray, you know, we can say fast. We can say, read your word, you know, Mm -hmm. well, if you're not doing those things, then what are you doing? And I think people have to come to the reality we all have to come to the reality that if we're not in one we're in the other. so if we're not in righteousness, we're in wickedness mm-hmm. and so you know, I did the um word on March first about wickedness and and warning the wicked people, and we have to understand that wickedness is is really about your your moral judgment your 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 values. You know, you're um, you're you're free from guilt or sin when you are in righteousness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and when you're in wickedness, is <laughs> the total opposite. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so when I was looking at righteousness, and I saw the opposite of righteousness is wickedness, I want to say that if you're not in one, you're in the other. It's just as simple as that. Mm-hmm. I believe. God's word is so simple. And if we take the word with its own sim- simplicity and say, okay, well, if you're not this, you're this. If you're not the right hand, then you're the left hand. You know, you you are on a side regardless if you chose one or not, you know, intentionally.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So if you're not on the side of righteousness, then you in, in, intentionally, then you are on the side of wickedness. If you are not doing the things that please God, if you are not in God, if you are not covering the body with the breastplate of righteousness, then you're covered in wickedness. And that's the place that I'm I'm really coming from. If you're not, if you don't have on the belt of truth, then you got on the belt of a lie. What lie are you living? What lies are you telling yourself? You know, because sometimes we, you know. Even us as children, you know, we we are always told the right things to do, right?
0: You know the right things you to do. You know the you right, right things to do. You are born innately knowing not to kill somebody.
1: <laughs> right. You you know the Nobody right things to, to do. Nobody has to tell you that. So if you if you won't accept God's truth, then you are evidently accepting the enemy's lies. And that's something that we have to be uh honest with ourselves about truth is honesty you know so um when i think about peace the opposite of peace is war as you was talking about earlier mm-hmm. and that whole armor is for war that's right okay so what is what does that come with you know war comes with noise it comes with irritation agitation distress and conflict if you ain't in peace then you are feeling these emotions of the irritation the agitation the distress and the conflict you have, you are. But when you are in peace, you have a freedom from disturbance. This is true. You know. So if you you have to know what side are you on? Okay, I don't have peace. How do I get that peace? Okay, I I'm, I've been living a lie. How do I get that truth? And and so when you go to battle, you're gonna have to put on that invisible, that unseen armor that no one can see. But we'll ultimately know that you have once you open your mouth. Does that make sense? It makes sense. So when, when you, uh, going back to the righteousness part, if you don't have righteousness, you have wickedness. If you don't have faith, then you have mistrust. If you don't have salvation, then you are held in damnation and destruction. So if we look at it in a way of, okay, so if I'm not that, then what is the opposite of that? Then you you have your answer. <laughs> you have your answer on whether or not you have on the armor of God.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. That's
1: and it good. just it just made me look at myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I could be all you know, be honest with you. Um, when I thought about uh, the shield of faith, and I don't know, are you ready to move on from that?
0: No, we're we going to the feet.
1: Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's, I- I'll that's, save that. That's day. the way, that's the way it, was.
0: it was. It was going down. Okay. Um, and and <clears throat> he said, have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Mm-hmm. You know, so your feet are a means of transportation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's how they got to and from in those days. Mm-hmm. Your feet were the means of transportation. And when the tabernacle was transported, it was moved from place to place by the feet of men, mm-hmm. right? Not by horses and buggies, by chariots or by slaves, but the weight of glory was transported on the feet of men. God say, put me on your shoulder. Now, I don't want to ride nothing. I don't, I don't want mm-hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. That was the prop. Well, let me go right on. (laughs) Jesus told the disciples to take the gospel into the towns and the cities in which he himself was about to come. And he said, whatever house you enter into, if they receive you, let your peace rest there. And if they don't receive you, shake the dust from your feet. Mm -hmm. You are a carrier of the gospel, a carrier of glory, a carrier of God. He would not settle for the cart that david had put him on mm-hmm. he only wanted to be carried by what he created that's why in the new covenant we are the people uh, the people are the glory carriers the temples not made by hands mm-hmm. god said you know i don't want to be on a cart and when and when the cart tipped and us went to grab the cart and he he ended up Dying mm-hmm. on the spot. Mm-hmm. Because they had put God in a position that he was never mm. wanted to be in. He never said, put me on the cart <laughs> and transport me nowhere. All the time Jesus. Moses was moving that 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 thing from place to place, everybody moved them on their shoulder. God said, I want y'all to carry me.
2: Mm. And in the new
0: covenant, he said, look, That's good. I, 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 I will not be in a temple where there is, is, is that can be burned down. I will not be mm. in a temple that can that can be destroyed by moth. I will not be in a temple like that. I will only be in the temple that I built myself mm. that was made without hands. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because in that dispensation, they wasn't ready a slave people coming out of out of egypt was not ready for god to rest inside of them that's god word. said i will put my word in you and you mm. will be my people i put my truths in you and you will be my people that's why we are born innately knowing good from bad that's why we know when we lie the first time we lie we know we wrong <laughs> exactly you know god yes, said i Lord. do all this thing out of myself you know, God said, "I, I, that's the only, that's all I want. I just want to be in you. I just want to be where nothing, nothing on the outside elements can disturb me." Nothing on the outside elements can disturb me. If you put on this armor, you have Mm. everything you need. If you do as I tell you, as I instruct you to do, you have everything you need. He said, I already given you everything that pertains to life and to godliness. He said, I already did everything that you needed for me to do. All you have to do is put on this armor and walk therein All the days of your life. Mm. And I will do my part. You know, I think that. The Bible sometimes get misconstrued because people think that what God is saying is not what he's saying. But he's saying (laughs) what he's saying. He, he He said, I give parables to the people that don't understand, that can't comprehend. The people of darkness, they don't know. So I give them parables. Jesus said, but the mystery is for you to understand. Mm. It's not for them to understand That's why I give them parables But for you it's meant for you to understand Because the Pharisees and the Sadducees Understood the parable But they could not understand What Jesus was saying If he would have said it in in, in, in the way Of the spiritual way In a Mm. spiritual way But Jesus said a parable And they understood Mm. That's why they was mad. That's why they was so in indignation and they wanted to kill him because they understood what he was saying, that he was talking about them. Mm. Even though Jesus didn't say nothing spiritual, <laughs> he was telling a story. Yes. He said that there was a man in a faraway country that came, and and and, and, the, and the, there was one man being beaten. Mm-hmm. he was being he had been beaten, and 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 the Samaritan came and and, and gave him rest, mm-hmm. took him to the inn, and said, "Whatever you got, whatever he, whatever is owed, when I return, I will repay." You know mm. what I'm saying? But these people was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" <laughs> you telling me the priests and everybody else passed them? You talking about us, Jesus? Mm. You you talking about us. Jesus didn't say nothing about them people. But because they were not understanding spiritually, they could easily understand metaphorically. Mm. You know? And and that's what the gospel does. You know what I'm saying? It is is to be carried
2: Mm. by man. Mm.
0: By the only thing that... You see, because God created man. God didn't create that car. He gave you the mind to create the car. He gave you the mind to create the car, the truck, the the SUV. He gave you the mind to create the chair. He gave you the mind to create all these other things. But he created you. Mm. So, in essence, he only wants to be with you.
1: Jesus.
0: He only wants to be carried by you. Mm. And he said, if you would just let me carry you, if you would just carry me, Mm -hmm. then I would carry you. Mm. You know? Jesus walked on water. It wasn't because Jesus uh, uh that every man could walk on water. Jesus walked on water because it was what was carrying him that was walking on the water. Peter was the only man that <laughs> okay. said, Jesus, is if, if, if that's you, then bid me to come to you. And everybody say, Oh, Peter saint. But Peter walked on water. By what was carrying Peter. Mm. When you look in when you look on into the Acts, mm-hmm. when Peter began to do his works. Mm-hmm. He was one of the greatest.
2: Yeah,
0: he was one. He was the one that the church began with. Mm-hmm. He was the one that the healing ministry began with. Mm-hmm. He was the one that the baptism ministry began with. Mm-hmm. Outside of John, I'm talking about yeah. after Christ died, after John died, mm-hmm. but Peter was the one that was doing all these. All, wait a minute. Peter is this 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 mysterious, this, this miraculous man. How did he become? We know him. Mm-hmm. He was a fisherman. <laughs> He's been doing his daddy business all these years. How how he he do this? Mm -hmm. But Peter said, When they when when God asked, when Jesus asked, not God, but well, either way, when Mm -hmm. Jesus asked, he said, Who do men say that I am? And they said, All these different people. And then he said, Okay, who do you say I am? And Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus, and Jesus said, (laughs) <laughs> Flesh and blood <laughs> Did not reveal this to you But my father which is in heaven And Peter Upon this rock I will build my church And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it I will give you the keys to cast down I will give you the keys to throw down I will give you the keys to lock and unlock I will give you the keys to loosen and to bind And and what we don't understand is God has given us a key to loosen to bind And inside of the armor Is not a key mm. We don't see no place where there's a key in the armor. Mm -mm. The armor is for protection. That's right. The key is from the spirit.
1: That's right.
0: Amen. It's from understanding. When Peter had that revelation, when Peter had that understanding that Jesus was Christ, the son of the living God, his life changed. His life changed upon revelation. His life changed upon what mm. he understood. And when you understand who God is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, then you can begin to live from a place of God, a place of Jesus, a place of the Holy Spirit. I don't know what to Go say. Go
1: ahead, Pastor. <laughs>
0: But there has to be a revelation. Mm -hmm. There has to be an understanding.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And when there's an understanding, everything else will fall into place. Because God had predestined that from the beginning, but you cannot have it without understanding. Of Mm. all that I get, get an understanding. Without understanding, there is nothing else. Nothing. Without understanding, there is nothing. Mm. I'm sorry.
1: Oh no. No 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 But
0: God wants to be carried by you. He doesn't wanna be we say God at God at the wheel. God driving me. God ain't driving you. You driving you. God is in you Mm. while you drive. The number one thing that people are going to always do is self preservation. We're always gonna preserve ourselves. God, a car will not preserve itself. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: A house will not preserve itself, but man will preserve himself. He would do anything that he can in his ability, in his power to not die, to not kill himself. He would do everything that he can to not kill himself, to not die, to not get in a car wreck. But what we have to understand is that is where God resides. In a place that will do everything to avoid destruction. To avoid everything, to do everything in your power to avoid destruction. Mm. And when you understand that, you will understand why people come to Christ. Because we will do everything in our power not to die. Jesus said that you should have life and that you should have it abundantly. Which means (laughs) we go to an everlasting place. A place that is without end. A place that is without worry. A place without pain. A place without sorrow. A place where your heart will never be broken again. But a place of peace. A place of joy. A place of rest. Because sometimes on earth... Where all that life has thrown at us, we have no rest. But he says, take upon me for my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come to me and I will give you rest for your weary soul. We have to understand that in him is joy. In him is peace. In him is rest. But we have to carry it. We have to carry him in order to have
1: that. Can I ask you a question? What's that? Um, real quick, only because you mentioned this just now about um, what Christians will do in order not to die. But help us understand and expound on the fact of how we also die daily. Because we because they have heard that before. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's something that we say quite often. So when you said that, that was where, you know,
0: my and mind switched And to... I can not quite think of the scripture. But it says, <clears throat> and I'm paraphrasing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For they that love their life will lose it. Mm-hmm. For they, yeah, they that love their life will lose it. But they who loses it or gives it away for my sake
2: mm-hmm.
0: will have it everlasting. Right. If you give your life away to God, if you give your life away to Christ, if you give your life away for the for 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 the growth of the kingdom of God, then you will have everlasting life, which means you don't die. You just transition, which means there's always a place for you to live in that place of peace, in that place of joy, in that in that place of of rest, there's always a place for you. But when you don't live in, in the spirit, when you don't live that life that God has, that, that God has ordained for you, then you will have the promise that he gave that you will always be separated from him forever. Mm. Once you die outside of him, mm. you will always have that place of separation. There is no coming back to God. There is no God. I'm sorry. There is no God. I repent. God, I turn. you You ain't got no way to turn from.
2: Mm.
0: Once you pass, there is nowhere to turn from. There is no way to turn from because you have already entered into a place rather that be heaven or rather that be hell. You have already entered into a place that you're going to be forever. At the end of life. You will receive your just reward. The reward that you have worked so diligently for. And I understand that we like, we didn't have to work for hell. You did. (laughs) Mm. You work for hell Mm. as well as we work for heaven. What we do on this earth going to determine where we go. If you are God carrier, you going into heaven. If you are a hell carrier, you are going into hell. And that is the bottom line. And I can't apologize for that. I can't apologize for that. Not one bit. Because God gave us all. Not me. Not you. Not John, Susie, not Lacey. He didn't, he gave everybody the opportunity to make a decision. The question is, what decision will you make? That's the only question we have to contend with is the decision that we're going to make. Because that's on us. Mm -hmm. Not on my mama, not on my grandma, not on what my sisters and my brothers do, but that's contingent on what I decide. The decision I make. Decisions change your life. The choices you make, you deal with it on a daily basis. But decisions change your life. Did I answer that?
1: You did. Thank you. And I just wanted to point that out only because, you know, um, there are some things that as Christians, as believers, we say and we quote very often. Mm-hmm. Such as, you must die to yourself. You know what I'm saying? So when you said that, I wanted you to just clarify that because that's not um, negotiable.
0: Yeah, it's a choice that we have. It's a right. choice to give up my will. Right. It's a choice that I I might not want to study my Bible. I might not want to come to the understanding and have the knowledge about Christ. But because I love Which is the same thing that God did. He loved. He loved so much too. He gave. Mm -hmm. That I would do the same thing. I would love so much that I would give my time to what I expect to give me life. Mm.
2: You
0: understand?
1: I do. That's good.
0: Anything that's not breathing life in me. Should not be in me.
1: Mm. Which goes back to the opposite. If you ain't breathing.
0: If you ain't breathing. You ain't living. Exactly. (laughs) And you can be breathing. And still not be living. Mm -hmm. Some people are merely existing. Mm -hmm. Just going about day to day. But then you have those people that have life. And that are living. Living out the plan that God had for their life. Okay. That's fulfillment. So, living out the plan that God has for your life will fulfill you.
1: So what we covered? The peace?
0: We're about to go to the shield. Okay. And the shield. <laughs> and this is the thing he said. So, <laughs> above all take the shield of faith Mm -hmm. why faith above all because it takes faith to please God Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. without it it is impossible to please him and faith is what says I am more than a conqueror I am more than my past. I am more than what they said I was. I am more than what I did. I am more than my circumstances, more than my failures, more than my weaknesses, because in him, I am made strong. Mm -hmm. In him, I am made strong. Mm -hmm. He said, let the weak say that Mm -hmm. I am strong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In that same breath, let the strong say, I am weak. Because there is nothing you can do in God that is going to be predicated on what you have the ability to do. You can do some things. But in order to make that impact, in order for God to make your name great, in order to have favor with God and with man, you're going to need God. Hmm. Absolutely. You're going to need him. You're going to need him. He said, take that shield so that you can extinguish every fiery dart sent to you by the enemy. Mm. So that you have a place of hiding. So that you have a place of security. Your shield can be as big as you make it. Mm. Jesus. The question is, The bigger you make it, the heavier it is to carry. Mm. You will go from faith to faith. That means your (laughs) shield will enlarge. That Mm. means the the, the, the higher your faith go, the bigger your shield get. The higher your Mm. faith go, the bigger your shield get. The higher your faith go, the bigger your shield get. Faith to faith. Can you handle the size of your shield? Mm. can you handle that faith that causes the dead to rise can you handle that mm. much shield can you handle that faith that causes blinded eyes to open can you handle that much shield can you handle it it might start off with one shekel two shekels three shekels of silver but every man was given a measure of faith every man was mm. given a measure of faith, it might start out as a little shield, by this big. <laughs> then it might grow into the shield the size of Captain America's. <laughs> <laughs> then he had to ball up to hide behind it. <laughs> 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 but it could become as big as the Empire oh, wow. State Building. Mm. You know, as massive as an ocean. Mm. You have to understand the shield is going to enlarge as your faith rises. So you must have the capacity to expand. Without the ability to expand, you will stay stuck in a place that you don't go no higher than what you can think. If you think community, you will remain community. If you think statewide, you will remain statewide. There is a reach that God has for you. There is a parameter that God has called for your anointing to penetrate and to work effectively. You cannot go outside of that. But your shield can be as big as that. Understand that.
1: And faith comes by hearing.
0: Hearing by what? The The word. word of God. The word. The word. And we hadn't got to, we hadn't got to him yet.
1: But as you was talking about the shield being bigger. You know, as big as we want it to be, rather. When you was talking about the shield being bigger as we want it to be, how much are you hearing God? How much are you hearing the word? You know, do you want to hear the word of God? Do you want to have the faith that He would desire for you to have because it is the only thing that pleases him. It is. And as you was talking earlier about preservation, um, not preservation, I'm sorry, I'm going ahead of myself. But faith is is really the complete trust or confidence in God. Mm -hmm. It is total dependency. Okay, faith is hope. It's expectation. Mm -hmm. There is a certain expectation. That. I have between you and I and our marriage there's a certain expectation that I have for my kids there's a certain expectation that I have for my life but when we don't have God as a center of our life
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know we will <laughs> we will we will then believe the things that's around us We'll, we'll start looking at our situations and our circumstances and what everybody else is, what everybody else believes, what everybody else said that God said. But it is such a time as this that we have to hear God for ourselves and we need to know God for ourselves. Because if your dependency is on someone else, that is who your God is. If your dependency and your trust is on your job, then that's who your God is. Mm -hmm. If your dependency and trust is on yourself, then that you are your own God. And so when I think about uh, the whole confidence and such things as faith, you know, and I won't go into that. I was about to go somewhere else with the scripture that the kids are learning for this month but uh, about faith. But the opposite of faith is mistrust. So you can, you can be in a relationship and not trust the other person. You can be in a relationship with God and not really trust him, mm-hmm. not really depend on him, not really have a conviction or belief in him.
0: And not even having an expectation for him. Exactly. You know, and that's, and we're going to get into that a little later. Because expectations breathe disappointment. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or you would, or that person would never reach the appointed place that you expected them to reach. Expectations should only be placed upon God. Right. He's the only one that you should expect. To do anything. Mm-hmm. Why? Because his word said it and he is bound to his word. He cannot mm-hmm. lie. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't going into that right
1: Because if he did, that would be the opposite of truth. He's the one and only true living God, so the opposite of that would be a lie.
0: <laughs> and then we come to I'm sorry. the place of
1: the helmet. Mm-hmm. The helmet. Helmet of salvation.
0: The helmet. Mhm. And you know. Wait a minute, boys. Salvation.
1: Okay. Wait, wait a helmet, minute.
0: The helmet of salvation is, he said, take the helmet of salvation. Why? Because with the mind, we serve God. The helmet is the peace. That every thought comes from. Mm -hmm. It's the part that even even in your head, you have your feelings Mm -hmm. and your emotions and all of these things. And he says, take the helmet of salvation. Why? Because the mind, we serve God. With the mind, we meditate on his word day and night. Mm -hmm. He brings the mind back to remembrance of what he spoke to me with the helmet. I cast down every imaginational thought that enters my mind and wants to exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity. Every thought to the obedience of Christ with the mind, you are made truth ready with the mind. We obtain knowledge and wisdom with the mind. We are triumphant because so as a man thinks in his heart so is he shaking it too it's what you think about yourself is going to make the difference not what anybody else thinks about you when you think that you are a failure you will be a failure when you think you are the lender you will be the lender it may take some time for you to get there but you will be the lender if you sit and think i'm i'm in debt up to my eyeballs and I can never escape this reality you will always remain in that state. Mm-hmm. But when your thoughts and the mind is, is is a powerful thing because whenever you make up your mind to do something when when it's made up, nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop you from doing what you set out to do and accomplishing your accomplishments When your mind is made up People are 65, 70 Going back to college, getting degrees I mean you gotta look When their mind is made up There is nothing you can do to stop it It is a force within itself With the mind I serve God God said I know the thoughts that I think towards you Thoughts of good and not of evil Thoughts to give you a hope and a future Or an expected end Thoughts to give you an expected end. Thoughts to give you a hope and a future. And we never talk about hope. We never talk about hope. But hope is one of the three. Mm -hmm. Faith, hope, and love. Mm -hmm. These three. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But love is the greatest. Right. And all I'm saying is the helmet is what's going to protect that head that mind, that mindset. So, in essence, reading that word, getting that in your head is going to be the thing that keeps everything else out. Mm -hmm. Your mind has to be stayed on God for Him to keep you in perfect peace. Mm -hmm. They, that mind, they, that Keep it's mind minds. they that keep their mind well they that mind well, not, <laughs> they whose mind is stayed upon Christ, <laughs> yeah, he'll keep you in perfect peace mm-hmm. and that's what we have to understand that he said, meditate on this word day and night, not just sometimes when we when we feel like it and not not just not just on Monday. You know, because we heard a word on Sunday, not this on Wednesday or Thursday because we heard a word Wednesday night, but he said they didn't mind that it stayed upon him. Mhm. I'm sorry,
1: no, I just had a thought that um when we first moved in this house, there was a uh someone took a cardboard and put it on a little sign by the stop sign. And had that scripture on there when we first moved in this house. Mm -hmm. And it stayed up there for a good six months. I thought it was going to put another scripture up there, but it did. (laughs) But that was the scripture that was on our street. And so that just brought back a memory for me. Um, You was talking about preservation earlier. And that's exactly what salvation is. It's preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. So, when we are not delivered from things, then we are condemned and we are, or we, or we condemn ourselves and we are the, the total opposite, which is damnation and destruction and downfall. So, when our minds is not clear, I, I don't want to say that.
0: When we're not focused.
1: When we're not focused, but mm-mm, I was about to say something. Okay. I'm going to keep that to myself. When our minds are not clear. And when we uh, are not focused on the word of God, as you was talking about, that's where some of these mental issues come from. If I can say it that way,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever you focus on is what becomes bigger in your life.
0: Because I can, I can, I can honestly say that a lot of people didn't have ADHD until somebody said they had ADHD. (laughs) And then they said that they needed medicine to be controlled. And these people, these parents, (laughs) said, you know what, they do need medicine so that they can be controlled. No. That's not what they need. What they need is for their head, their mind, to be focused on something. Mm. Their minds must be focused on something. We...
2: <laughs> attention
0: yeah. deficit disorder ADHD AD, ADT whoever they is all these alphabets they <laughs> act up when they not focused mm. they act up when they not focused well when they are focused that means they have a direct I don't know how to say that they are focused on going someplace they are focused on one thing. When 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 minds are focused, they, they they can't be distracted. When they are focused, they can't be bought to the left or to the right. When they are focused, it's just like it's just like it's just like glasses. When I take them off, I I I, I can still see. I can see good. But you have some people that have very bad eyes. But when they take their glasses off, they can't see ten feet past them. They can't see five feet. Past they face, and then you have some people that can see far out but can't see close up. You know what I'm saying? So it's it 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 becomes a visual thing. And I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not going there.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to mention that because first of all, let me say this: I have been in a place where my focus have been totally off. Mm-hmm. OK, when when I haven't been focused on God. So I'm not saying and that e- and
0: you're easily distracted.
1: And you're yes, I can be very easily distracted. And that's why I have to basically have boundaries when I am focused. I have to have boundaries. I have to have limitations for everybody around me, because I know if I uh pay attention or focus on something somebody else is doing, then that's where my focus will go. And so, um, when I think about the helmet as well. Did
0: it go off? Mm hmm It didn't go off. But it is trying to reconnect.
1: We must have been on here forever.
0: Nope. It's coming back right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you <I> said so. <laughs> <laughs> because you said so. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, 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 and and that's another thing. See how it tried to be tried to go off. But we ain't ready to go off yet, cause God ain't ready to go off yet.
1: So as far as the the, the helmet, you know, when I was talking earlier about putting on that unseen armor, you can't see that helmet. Intention. You don't wake up in the morning and say, Okay, I'm gonna put on my helmet like you put on your shirt and your pants. It's,
0: it's you, not like you go and put on your football gear <laughs> to walk right, out the door.
1: Right. Putting on that helmet and spending time in the word of God and, and being intentional about the time with God, whether that means that you have to get up earlier or, um, make your you know, spend time with him before you actually end your day or whatever the case may be, that to me, that's putting it on your helmet. Okay. Putting on your helmet of salvation. But understanding that when you are not in salvation, that you are in damnation. You are in destruction. So if your life seems full of chaos, if it seems full of destruction, if it seems full of uh, dysfunction, then you have to question what, what or, or be aware of what side you're on. Mm-hmm. Or what? Or what? Uh, armor did you put on? Because <laughs> you might have put on the armor, but it ain't one of God.
0: You might not have put nothing. On.
1: <laughs> just naked.
0: Mm. Mm. <laughs> and when, Adam and, and e, when you just naked. naked, and when you naked, you were running high. Mm. Hmm. Yes. For the shame. It's the
1: it's the um it's the consequences of sin.
0: And then we come to the most vital piece. That mm-hmm. without it, how can we fight back? Right. Without it. Excuse me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How can we retaliate? It's one thing to be able to take all these blows. You got all this mm. all this armor on to take all these <laughs> blows. Your shield is your, I'm going to say this. Your shield is your first line of defense. Your faith is your first line of defense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Once it hits your armor, your armor is your last line of defense.
2: Mm. Said because that. once
0: it hits your armor, you begin to feel it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But the final and most vital piece, the piece that's on the offensive side, all the rest of the armor is defensive. Everything else is defensive. It's what keeps you. It's what it's what protects you. It's what you know. But the only piece that you have is the with the ability to strike back, is the sword. And the sword is his word. Mm -hmm. The word of God, and it cuts to the dividing asunder bone and marrow. It is the word that discerns the intents of the heart. It it, it, it lets you know what the heart is thinking about. It lets you know what's in the heart Mm -hmm. on the real.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. You see, God is bound only to his word, right? So he's only going to protect his word. That's right. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent, but he is... God,
2: mm-hmm.
0: first and foremost,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Alpha and Omega,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the beginning and the end. And when it comes, He will still be, mm-hmm. because He is out of time. That's why a thousand years is like a day, and a day is like a thousand years to Him. But to us, you start talking about a thousand years, you say, "Man, I ain't gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna make it, <laughs> make it a thousand years." <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. God said, has he, has he said it and shall he not do it? Has he spoken it and shall he not make it good? His word. He is bound to that alone. Mm -hmm. His word. So when we come to him in prayer and in supplication, we come reminding him of what? Of what he said.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Rather, it's what he said to us in our private time or what he said throughout his word. Mm-hmm. That is what he is bound to. If he said, I'm going to make your name great, that means you, make, you need to make yourself available for him to make your name great.
2: Mm.
0: If he said you shall be the lender and not the borrower, you need to stop borrowing and start, and start focusing on a way how you can become a lender. How you can become wealthy enough to lend. If he said that you should be the head and not the tail, you should stop living above your means as a tail and start mm. and start building so you can live as the head. Say that again. You should stop living mm. <laughs> above your means above as your the means. tail. Mm.
1: As the tail.
0: And start living mm. in, in a place that is maintainable, so you can become the head.
1: Hmm. I can go somewhere with that but I won't
0: and God is always talking yes he is God is always answering questions sometimes he doesn't answer the question that you ask him (laughs) but he's always answering questions (laughs) sometimes you have a big question and you know it's the same thing who's that Isaiah Mm -hmm. Elijah anyway they asked it was Daniel he asked the question and and, 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 and the the answer was already supposed to come yeah the answer was already supposed to come back to him but it took 20 days for the answer to get back to him Mm -hmm. because it was held up in the spirit because there was angels and devils and they were contending after that word because they knew if that word got to him then it would be destruction for them so you have to understand that sometimes a word will be held up in the spirit because if you receive that word then you become what that word says that Mm you are you become who God says that you can be. You will let you will move everything else out of the way. There is a spiritual man inside of you that can pull down strongholds, a spiritual, spiritual man inside of you that can move every mountain and cast them into the sea that can cause every tree that is not bearing fruit to wither away in your life. There are things in your life that are living that are dead, that are living, but they are not producing. There are things in your life that you can see and that you can obtain and that you can touch but they are not fruitful and they shall not multiply but they will give the essence or the perception that they are fruitful but they are not we have to have enough discernment in us to understand that what Position everything should hold And what I'm saying is His word is going to cut That thing away from you If it's not of God, it will cut that thing Away from you, if it's not of God It will discern that that thing Is not for you, it will discern That it is just trickery That it is only sightful Mm. But it is not fruitful It is not necessary But it is yet Of a distraction Mm. Because it looks like some place you can go to get rest. It looks like some place you can go for shade. It looks like some place you can go to get something to eat. It looks like some place you can go for comfort. But it is not.
2: Mm.
0: It is not. It just has the visual appearance to be that. Mm. But when we carry the word, when the word abide in us, as we speak it, It will cut all those other things away. It will cut all those other things away. It's the only offensive weapon that we have when it pertains to our armor. The only offensive weapon that we have. Everything else is defense. And he says... What 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 did he say? What did he say? What was the very next thing he says? Is praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. That says this will be obtained through prayer and through supplication. And that simply means make your request known to God. He said, if any man lack wisdom, ask him, he will give it freely. He didn't say that you got to walk to the end of the earth to get wisdom. (laughs) He said, if you ask me, I will give that to you freely. The anointing going to cost you. It's going to cost you. Wisdom going to come freely. At your seek, you will get the understanding that you are looking for. This word is so profound. This word is so relevant for where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Because we are walking in the shadow of darkness. I ain't say we was walking in darkness. I said in a shadow of darkness. Because when you turn light on, it don't matter how dark it is the light going to penetrate the darkness. You cannot throw a piece of darkness up in the sky and expect everything to be dark. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> but you can throw a light up in the midst of darkness and it will shine. That's right. He said, Do not take that light that you have lit and put it under a bushel. But put it on the table so everybody who enters into your circumference, that enters into your domain, that enters into wherever you are, that you have enough light In that room to give off to everybody so they all can see. So they all can see something. We are the glory carriers. We are the glory carriers. We are, I repeat it again, we are the glory carriers. God does not want a car. He does not want a cart. He does not want an SUV, no truck, no none of that. Other things, no other means of transportation. He just wants you to carry his glory. He just wants you. Mm. Give yourself away. What the Bible says: Seek the face of the Lord and all these things will be added unto you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't worry about nothing else. Don't worry about nothing else. got to already make the path straight. I want you to understand hell enlarges itself. Heaven don't do nothing. <laughs> Heaven mm. don't do nothing.
1: Jesus. Heaven
0: is the size that it is and the size that it's going to always stay. It's going to always remain.
2: Mm. That's perfect. But
0: hell is going to enlarge itself. Think about your shield. Mm. When you put that shield of faith up, it's bigger than hell. Mm. The way hell enlarges itself, the way your faith goes from faith to faith, it enlarges itself too. Mm. Hell cannot beat you at the game of God at the game of righteousness at the Olympics hey you already made it past the first stage mm-hmm. and the second stage and the third stage you at the Olympics now baby <laughs> mm. and you got to make that that you got to make that run count mm. we run to obtain mm. prize. There is something in in the earth that we run to obtain a, a, a perishable prize, but in the spirit, we run to obtain a prize that's imperishable, that is everlasting unto everlasting unto everlasting. It will never fade. It will never come to destruction. It is a prize, a crown, a robe. It is your place of belonging.
1: Pastor Chris.
0: There's so much to be said in so little time to say <laughs> it.
1: Pastor Chris. That was good. That was good. You know, um, the sword of the spirit represents the word, the word of God. So we were talking about the armor. And the sword is the armor. It's part of the armor.
0: It's part of the armor.
1: And the opposite of God is... Is no God. (laughs) What? Go ahead. The opposite of God is no God. He's the one brought me to the scripture of in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Right? Mm -hmm. So the opposite of God is no God. And I don't the
0: word in its essence, being mm -hmm. truth Mm -hmm. is deception.
1: Say that again, I couldn't hear you really
0: I said the opposite of the word
1: mm-hmm.
0: the word being truth is deception
1: that's right that's we've right. been
0: deceived because of what we don't know
1: exactly and what we like don't knowledge.
0: know can kill you
1: that's right, and
0: they say in the world, what you don't know won't kill you <laughs> that's, a <lie. laughs>
1: that's a lie that's a lie that opposite from truth, absolutely, you know, and um I want to read Hebrews uh, chapter four, verse 12. It said, for the word of God is quick, which means it's not slow mm. and powerful, which means it's not weak mm. and sharper, which means that it's not dull. than any two edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow and is a discerner. Of the thoughts and intents of the heart.
0: And when you said that, that two-edged. Two-edged. Not just one-sided. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Two-edged. But it's two-edged. So that thing, cut going in and it cut coming out. Mm. Mm. Lean back. <laughs> <laughs> I can count on it you to say something crazy. going in and it cut coming out. That's why it is so Offensive.
1: It convicts.
0: The gospel. It convicts. It's so offensive. The word will convict you. Because it convicts. That's right. That's
1: true. That's why I believe in ministry. We don't have to really, uh, we don't ever have to put anybody down. That's why the Bible says to love. You know, even to love your enemies. Because the word will do what it's supposed to do.
0: It will. It would do what it's supposed if to do. If we speak the word, itself. the
1: word will do what it's supposed to do. There is no gimmicks to it.
0: That's right.
1: There is no, we don't have to have shiny lights. We don't have to have backdrops. We don't have to have any of those things because the word will work itself. Excuse and me. so when we believe in the word, like we say we do, it will do. Like when I, when, when, when the Lord led me to do, um, to warn the wicked on March 1st, I wrote on my notepad, believe what God said about the wicked. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And the reason was because it was such a hard word to give. And it was such a convicting word as well. You know, when God give you a word, you have to eat that for yourself first. And so when, when, as I sat on that word for a whole month, it was like, (laughs) <laughs> it was I, mean, just, I know we've been up here too long well it was just like you have to believe what God says regardless of what he tells you to say believe what he said mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's not all um, <laughs> there's a blessing coming you know what I'm saying everything, glamour. everything is not about what he's going to bless you with But have you cursed yourself because the opposite of being blessed is being cursed. So as much as we believe the blessings, we also have to believe the outcome of what God said, the opposite of what he is, is going to be. So in a nutshell, put on your armor for the unseen world, for the things that you will fight against in the unseen world. Because we don't always see those darts that's coming. We don't. We don't always hear the alarm. So, put on your armor and um, let the word do what it's going to do.
0: Ring the alarm. Don't there is a sign it. of dying.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't see in the dark.
0: Put on your armor. That's for sure. Put on your armor. Unless
1: you got to cut, some type of light but put you can see in your the
0: dark. armor put on your armor and that's the word for and the day and you can walk through every bit of darkness because you have the light on the inside to shine absolutely put on your armor absolutely and let, and let the word of god do the rest mm. y'all have a blessed day we going to pray y'all out Lord Heavenly Father, I pray that this word has impacted somebody, has given, has lifted somebody, has strengthened somebody. Lord Heavenly Father, I pray that this word has done just what you said that it would do, O Heavenly Father. We believe now, O Heavenly Father, for your word shall not return void, O Heavenly Father, but it shall do that which you said that it should do. It shall accomplish the thing where you sent it to, O God. So today, O Heavenly Father, as we lift you up, O Heavenly Father, lift you up oh heavenly father that you would lift every man lift every woman lift every girl lift every boy lift them up oh heavenly father to the understanding of who you are and what you are able to do because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us but without you we are incompetent oh heavenly father so I thank you for the competence that we have oh father God because the presence that we have in you and with you oh heavenly father is more than enough oh heavenly father you are more than enough oh heavenly Father, open every eye to see and every ear to hear the word of the Lord, and they walk therein too, oh God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Y'all have a blessed day.